Hey everybody, welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke, and this is the Austin's Audit Podcast. It is Headline Wednesday, which means I'll give you the top headlines heading into, or the top headlines for today, and the game picks for today. So let's get right to it. Um, we're going to jump into the news part from yesterday, or not yesterday, uh, Monday, remember... The lockout was on the brink. The deadline was supposed to be Monday. They had, they were right there, right there. Pushed the deadline to 5 o'clock Eastern on a Tuesday, but mm, still a little bit of a snag. I'll give you the details on that and my thoughts really on that whole thing just to wrap up the show on top of the headlines. But let's go ahead and get right to the game picks for today. Let's start. Remember, for my college basketball fans, this week is the last week where I'll be doing the top 25 uh, way of picking the games. Otherwise, starting next week with all the conference tournaments, I will be doing it conference by conference. So... This is your last chance to throw in the comments. Otherwise, next week, you can leave your comments for what teams you... Or not comments, but what you want for the teams for next week. And then once we get to Selection Sunday, I'll give you my plans for that. So for my college basketball fans, here we go. Let's get into the scoreboard here on the ESPN app. Go to the men's college basketball thing, top 25 we got a ton of matchups here in the top 25. A lot of it is SEC heavy, so for all my people in the South, you're going to probably enjoy this love a little bit. Uh, Alabama and Texas A&M, I'm going to take the Tide at home. Alabama's favored, minus 10. I'll take Alabama there. Uh, UConn, Creighton, I'll take UConn. Uh, Auburn over Mississippi State. And Arkansas over LSU. So again, it's all SEC heavy. So let's just jump into, you know what? Let's see where I'm at. Okay, I'm only two minutes in. So I'm going to go ahead and jump around the conference. Why not? I might as well get some practice in here. Let's go into the ACC, see if there's any games today. All right, there are several. In the ACC, for most fans there, you got Georgia Tech, Clemson. I'm going to go, let's see who's favorite. Clemson, minus 9, 14, 15. Both of these teams, when they head to Greensboro tomorrow for the tournament, I don't think either of these teams will be in the NCAA tournament, but I'm going to go with Clemson. Uh, Notre Dame and Fred, uh, Florida State, I'm going to go with the Irish and Wake Forest over NC State. And I'll take Miami, a slight bubble team over Florida State. Uh, let's go into the Big 12. See if there's any games there. There's only one. You got Oklahoma State, Iowa State. Uh, I'm going to go with the Cyclones. For the Big East, if there's a game in there, we already have one game in progress. It's St. John's and Xavier. The Johns are leading 9-5. Or the Red Storm, I'm sorry. Uh, St. John's are beating Xavier 9-5. You got Georgetown, Seton Hall. I'm going to go with Seton Hall. I know there's, th you know, there is talk of 
Patrick Ewing and his future in D.C. with the Hoyas, but the A.D. there has the vote of confidence in Patrick Ewing, so he's going to stay in D.C. and coach the Hoyas for next year as well. So I'm going to go with Seton Hall uh, and UConn over Creighton and Marquette over DePaul. Um, I know I'm doing um a lot, but that's because you do not want dead air. Rule number one of any type of podcast, you do not want dead air whatsoever. With that said, let me move the camera a little bit so we get some more lighting. Either that or there. You know, yeah, let's just go there. That way the banner stays there. Sorry, I'm still trying to get used to the new arrangement of the studio, but... It's all working either way. Let's get to back to the game picks for the conferences. Let's go to my favorite basketball conference. We're going to jump to the Mountain West, see if there's any games there. You got Wyoming and UNLV. Again, Wyoming, kind of a bubble team. First four out, maybe. I'm going to go with the Cowboys over the Rebels. And then... Let's go to Let's go to the Pac-12. See if there's any games there. You got Cal, Arizona State. I'm going to go with the Sun Devils. Arizona after their 20-point victory or 20-point, yeah, 20-point victory. They beat USC 91-71. They look to wrap up the Pac-12 officially. They're and I'm going to take them to beat Stanford. Oregon looks to keep their run and being in. Right now, they are still a first four team out, which, by the way, that still does not make any sense to me whatsoever, considering the resume. You beat UCLA twice. You gave Arizona almost fight until Arizona lost up in Boulder over the weekend. But you got Oregon, Washington. I'm going to take the Ducks, and I'm going to take Oregon State over Washington State in the... Pack 12. So if you notice, I've got all, all except for one road team winning in the Pack 12. And then I already did the SEC. Let's go to the Big Ten. See if there's anything there. All right, we got two games. We got Rutgers and in Indiana and Minnesota and Maryland. I'm gonna go with the Scarlet Knights and the. I'm going to go with the Golden Gophers. To, eh, actually, you know what? I'm going to go with Maryland. Yeah, I'll take Maryland over Minnesota, and I'm going to take Rutgers over Indiana to wrap up the Big Ten there. And now let's jump to the final one. Let's go to the SEC. Oh, wait, I've covered all those because those are all in the top 25 matchups. So never mind about that. So for my college basketball fans, again, I do pick from the top 25, but I figured I'd give you a preview as to what next week will look like because we get all the conference tournaments starting next week. So I figured you'd get a little more of a taste in that. With that said, let's get back on track, head to the NBA for the next game pick, the next set of game picks. In the NBA, I've got the Cavs over the Hornets. The Pacers over the Magic, the Knicks and Sixers tonight on ESPN. The Knicks are on the outside of the bubble, outside of the play-in tournament. But I'm going to go with the Sixers. I think James Harden, from what I've seen, has provided somewhat of a juice for the Sixers. And I do believe they'll get 
the win tonight. So I got the Sixers over the Knicks, the Jazz over the Rockets, the Heat over the Bucks, the Pelicans over the Kings, the Nuggets over the Thunder, and the Suns over the Trailblazers. So again, I know Chris Paul's out. I know they've lost two in a row for, for the first time in two months. But I still think the Suns are a good enough team, even with CP3's injury, to at least ride out the rest of March and get into the playoffs, maybe at worst, the two seed. But that is for a whole nother month when it comes to the playoffs. So again, the winners for tonight in the NBA are the Suns. The Nuggets, the Pelicans, the Heat, the Jazz, the Sixers, the Pacers, and the Cavs. Those are your winners tonight in the NBA. Let's jump into the NHL to wrap up the game picks. And then I'll go through the headlines. And then whatever time I have left, I'm going to read you the update on the lockout. Even though I gave you a preview of what happened. Or not a preview, but I gave you a snippet of what happened on Monday night slash Tuesday, I'm going to give whatever time I have left to try and give you my thoughts on how it went from on the brink on Monday night to dang near close to nothing. Let's see. All right, I'm nine minutes, so let's get these picks out of the way. Here in the NHL, I've got the Sabres over the, or not the Sabres, I got the Maple Leafs over the Sabres, the Blues over the Rangers, the Stars over the Kings. And the Predators over the Kraken. So again, the winners tonight in the NHL. Again, a very light list from all my NHL fans. I got the Predators, the Stars, as far as the winners. The Predators, the Stars, the Blues, and the Maple Leafs. Those are your winners in the NHL. So those are your winners in the NHL. Let's get through the headlines. And then I'll just read you... And then if there's nothing too exciting with this, there's no, uh, I mean, peak in the NFL news, they're still kind of looming around, seeing what will happen with Aaron Rodgers. Will he retire? Will he be traded? That still holds. Pete Carroll says the Seahawks have no interest in trading Russell, even though there are reports that say, yeah, there could be. And quite frankly, I wouldn't mind that at all. And the Dolphins have backed off of trying to go for Deshaun Watson because, just like everybody else, you got to wait and see what Deshaun Watson does with his uh, civil situations. The uh, massage gate, as I would love to call it now. I think that should be the new name for this since everything's got to have a gate with it. You might as well just say uh, massage gate when it comes to Deshaun Watson, so... That's the NFL news on that. Let's jump into the latest headlines heading into it. I mentioned that the Finns are out on Watson as Lovey waits on resolution. Okay. Let's see. Commanders canvassing NFL to find QB upgrade. Well, aren't they all? Uh, Zion's foot. Okay, don't care. And... Kevin Durant will be back or is expected to play Thursday against the Heat. And that's about it. Okay, cool. So, let's go ahead and jump into my favorite story the last two days. Now, if you're new to this show, normally I don't spend more than a day on a specific topic. 
The only time I do is if it's really on my crawl with this and I think I need a little more expanded time with this. So with the time I have left, which is about 17 minutes and counting, um, I'm going to rip into this little story here on the latest on the lockout. Again, as I've said all on the uh, MLB lockout, as I've said for the last, actually, as I've been saying for the last few minutes, I know I keep flip-flopping on my sentencing here, but as much as I've been saying for the last two days, we were on the brink, right? I had it on MLB Network waiting just like the rest of you, and then by 2 o'clock, eh, no deal. Why? Well, let's read this story and find out, shall we? Uh, this is from Jeff Passan. Nine days into a marathon negotiating session that left all involved weary and worn, Major League Baseball and the MLBPA entered the bargaining room early Tuesday morning with a chance to save opening day. MLB was pushing the union to finalize a middle-of-the-night accord on a new collective bargaining agreement. Uh, to, to Behind-the-scenes team officials were funneling optimistic whispers to anyone who would relay them to the public. And yet on the other side of the table was a union that wasn't ever going to accept an offer <coughs> it regarded as substandard. Sub uh, to, to, to communication, the real substantive sort involves so much more than talking. Commissioner Rob Manfred canceled the first week of the regular season Tuesday after the sides failed to reach a new deal by a self-imposed deadline to end a stoppage now approaching 100 days. Uh, for the league, it was to the players. It's too low competitive balance. The players are ever emboldened by the league's, by the league's posture in both these negotiations and before the MLB's PA's first statement in response. To the MLB's announcement was to accuse the league of union runs, the risk of splintering, blah, 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 blah. So what were the details? There, are, there always have been a fundamental disconnect between the owners and players. For months, as the union presented a suite of asks, league officials wondered what the union really wanted to achieve. Players have been saying it the whole time, a point reiterated Tuesday by Executive Subcommittee Manager Andrew Miller. The core goal in these negotiations is to increase competition. The union provided four clear tenants that offered unlimited opportunities to solve problems. Competition, fixing service time manipulation, getting players paid earlier, and removing restraints on spending. MLB tried to address each first through proposals with minimal likelihood of adoption and eventually with more serious approaches only as the clock ticked on MLB's deadline did there feel like true compromise even on things that should have been shared goals. Oh, you really, really, really think so. Look, let me, the gist, because I'm not going to get too much in the economics, the basics of it was... The players are hung up on a luxury tax, which is what the competitive balance tax is. I've said this for the last three months. The competitive balance tax is a luxury tax. Owners don't want to pay a ton, but the players union kind of wants them to rise. So that way the high payroll teams can, oh, I don't know, have to pay more to not tank. 
and it would force the lower Moneyball-ish teams to have to spend more in order to be competitive. Now, personally, as a fan first, as a fan of the game, I do not care. Because here's the competitive balance tax. The last offer the league gave was $230 million. And the minimum salary, at least as of last proposal, was $700,000. $700,000 minimum. So the only reason we're not going to have baseball for the month of March and maybe not even for the first week of April is because you guys don't want to deal with millions of dollars. Now, I may not have been an economics major, but, okay, that worked. And, by the way, players, the league agreed with the 12-team playoff, which, by the way, I'm on your side on. It still gives the inclusivity part of the playoffs, or the uh, VIP badge, if you will, to get in on the playoffs. I like the 12-team idea. The league had 14-team player idea, 14-team uh, playoff where ESPN had all the TV rights. Now if they go to a 12-team playoff, it might switch things up a little bit. But everything worked. But the only reason you guys will not hold out, or the only reason both sides are holding out, is because you can't come to agreement on how much money you want to split between each other. Billionaires giving millionaires money. That's honestly all it is. And don't buy into, well, well, it's more than that. It's No, it's not. These are sports leagues, people. These are people with millions of dollars that have nothing better to do with their lives. Meanwhile, the rest of us have to sit and suffer and wait for your asses to actually come to a deal. I'm sorry, but... It's straight up pathetic now at this point. You better get a deal done by this week. Now, uh, there, is no, there is no update as to what or when the next negotiating point is. But hurry up. Get it done. We fans do not care. And for those that say they do, you're lying. You're going to go anyway. It's like, well... I'm supporting the players to get millions of dollars in arbitration. Okay. Or even pre-arbitration before they entered all this. All my point is, this lockout is starting to get really ridiculous at this point. And the league, bet, the league and the players truly must get their act together in order for baseball to even survive. Okay, I'm still, I'm a dying breed. Based, you know, I'm a dying breed. I love baseball. I love the sport. You need, I love the sport the way it is. But if you want to capture a younger audience, show up. We don't care. Show up. Do your job. The rest of us do. Why can't you? All right. With that said, this has been the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke, and I will see you guys for Prediction Friday. Before I wrap up, though, here are the ways you can connect with the show. 
You can connect with the show on the audio plat on an audio platform, either on Podbean, just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast, Spotify, Apple, Google if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud as well. If you have an Alexa-enabled device, just say, hey Alexa, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Amazon Music. And if you have a Google Chromecast device, just say, okay Google, play the Austin's Audit Podcast on Google Podcasts. There, are, there is one and only one way to watch this show right now because I'm boycotting Instagram, but there is one way to watch this show, and it is through the Rumble app or even rumble.com. Just search for A.D. Gerke. That is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G-E-H-R-K-E. Again, that is A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. On Rumble, please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos. Click subscribe and you'll have all 200 and, or not 200, 337 episodes. Like, comment, and share, and this show will be one of the best on any of these platforms. You can also follow this show. I know I've said I boycotted Instagram, but you can follow this show on Instagram. Just search for me at Ostispamanti. That's A U S T I S P A M A N T I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I, or you can search for the hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast. Again, that's hashtag the Austin's Audit Podcast on Instagram. You can follow this show on Facebook. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast on Facebook. And if you want post-show interaction, you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerkey. Again, follow me on Twitter for post-show interaction at Austin underscore Gerke. With that said, I am slightly under the gun, so I got to end this quickly. Once again, thank you guys for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Friday. <laughs>